But let's get right into this fascinating topic of a pilot maker in art and in sports. Steve Paulette, so great to have you with me today. Let's do some sound bites. Let's go to uh, Lorne Michaels and let's listen to number seven. I noticed when I was there that you were walking around the set a bit, and uh -huh. I noticed sometimes when I watch on TV that you're staring at what's going on, and right. um, you don't smile that much when you're doing this. No. And, um, and do you ever think, uh-oh, this isn't going as well as I thought, so you tell the people, fix it or do something different in the middle of the show? No, I mean, there's some of that, but mostly it's about time. So the cast are good enough that if you are running a minute or two long, you can just go, and they understand, and they can just pick it up and go faster, or else we take a page out of something. You can already tell what a difficult guy he is, but that's why he gets the best out of his comedians. This is hilarious. Listen to Bill Hader and Conan O'Brien, two students. They're pilots, but they were made by Lorne Michaels, and when they finally achieve their own success and make movies and TV shows of their own, they still go back to respecting Lorne Michaels for being so tough on them, but they do love making fun of him. This is hilarious. Let's go to number one, Lorne Michaels. You and I have something in common. We both owe a lot to uh, Lorne Michaels. Yes. Lorne Michaels gave me my shot, gave you your yeah. shot. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, iconic, uh, great man. But let's face it, <laughs> everybody who has worked with Lorne we're all comedy performers, and we all, when we get together, all we do is our Lorne Michaels impressions. Yeah. And you, we, and, and everybody does them. Let's go to number two. Yours yeah. is, I think, one of my all-time favorites oh, because you. you put, you got the voice down of Lorne Michaels, but you put a particular spin on it. Yeah. You get very specific with yours. Yeah, yeah. Lauren, Fred Armisen pointed out a thing that when Lorne has to name drop, which he does a lot because he knows like <laughs> he knows all of his friends are super famous. Super yeah. famous. He always kind of rubs his eyes like this, like he's really put out by the amount of famous people he knows. <laughs> so we would do a bit, uh, John Solomon and some of the writers with Norm of uh, Lauren uh, name dropping serial killers. <laughs> like he, he goes was, to he goes to restaurants to hang out and and with famous people and famous serial, serial killers, killers join him. Yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. So like one would be like. I went to Kansas City um, with Alec and Marcy uh, to try to get BTK killer off death row. <laughs> they said, here comes BTK. I go, you know, his name's Dennis. <laughs> He's a human you know, being. I, yeah, I'd be like, I was at Latanzi with Mick and Jeffrey Dahmer and... <laughs> We had this young man was our waiter, and he left, and, and Jeffrey said, I have to go to the bathroom. I said, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the, the hearty laugh of Conan O'Brien and Bill Hader because it's legit. They were tortured by this guy. Listen to this soundbite. This is 1983. Saturday Night Live came to existence in 1975. So this is eight years. The show is already massively successful. So David Letterman decides he's going to interview Lorne Michaels, this pilot maker, this taskmaster. David Letterman tries to ask him the first question. He's the guest on the show. 
and Lorne Michaels already starts taking David Letterman apart, and he's not even one of his students. It's hilarious. Let's go to number 11. How are you holding up with the uh, uh, weather here in New York City? Does it bother a... Doesn't, uh, oh, God, right to the weather. Uh, <laughs> um, it doesn't, uh, uh, I'm from Canada, originally, yeah. and so I'm, I'm used to uh, snow, and when it snows, it's not that cold, and so I like it, uh, well. So this didn't bother you at all? No. Do you think I was articulate enough yeah, about I, the weather? I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, now, what you, you, you uh, mentioned that I led with the weather, maybe... Right. As a producer, I probably should have uh, maybe faked with another question and then gone to the weather. Well, the weather, I think the weather was a good opening uh, gambit, uh, going with the weather. And yeah. I think that's the way most people begin conversations, right. that it takes us off the, the hole and, uh, and sex. <laughs> and, uh... Can you imagine? This is him trying to, this is the very first question. He won't even let Letterman proceed without giving him his opinion about what kind of question he asked him. This is a pilot maker. When you show up on his set, he's going to take you apart microscopically. Let's go to number 12. In all of the uh, the reams of data, material, and so forth I was uh, perusing about you this yeah. afternoon, uh, the, the word that keeps coming up is pioneer. Is pioneer. Lauren Michaels, pioneering television. Does that ring true to you? Not really, no. Um, pioneer. Well, I, 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 I appreciate it. I mean, it's... Uh makes me sound much older than I am, I think, mm -hmm. Pioneer. It sounds sort of like, uh, well, no, I don't want to mention. Uh, no, I, I, I think live television, I suppose, is what they mean, and, and coming back to that form, which was, in fact, a pioneer form, mm -hmm. but only because videotape hadn't been invented. I think videotape had been invented. I think they probably would have gone right to videotape and forgot yeah. live. Yeah. But uh, I don't think that makes a great deal of uh, sense. <laughs> He then is analyzing constantly his own response. Nothing is taken at face value with Lorne Michaels. He is difficult to everyone around him, but also to himself. And finally, number 13. I have another question. Yeah. Uh, now, you, you performed yourself. Yes, I did. And what was the nature of that <laughs> act? Uh, it was, uh, sad to say, a comedy uh, act. Uh, as you can see, there's almost no trace of that uh, left in me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, uh, no I, I began, uh, began uh, writing uh, with another guy in Canada, and we would write and perform our, ourselves. I was uh, not great at the performing, although I was very good at... Actually, my part was mostly asking questions, but I sort of knew what the answers would be, and then I'd say stuff like, really? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Really, and uh, I was a pacer. I would sort of, he was very funny, and I would sort of take the pause moment in between and sort of support him during that. And uh, then I began to get more and more interested in producing yeah. and comfortable there. At 8.15, my guest is Chris Rushing, who's president of the Condor Squadron. He flies the T-6 Texan, the greatest plane for World War II to train pilots. Its nickname is the Pilot Maker, and I can't wait to ask Chris Rushing, is this plane more difficult to fly than the Mustang or easier? Is it a plane strategy like Lorne Michaels to be difficult on those comedians and launch them into beautiful careers in the movies? Or is it easier? It's only two ways to teach people. You can either be super hard on them or make it easy. Coming up next, we're going to get into the pilot maker in sports, Bill Belichick, he actually makes it easier, not harder. You're going to hear from Jimmy Johnson and Nick Saban, 
fascinating about the other way to teach people, the other way to be a pilot maker. In your life, my life, there was the pilot maker. It's a fascinating concept. Can't wait at 8.15 to talk to Chris Rushing, but coming up next, we're gonna get into the pilot maker in sports. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.